Hello. Welcome back to Witch Bitch Tarot Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I am your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really don't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. I do have a disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I am not for you. I am not your reader. I am not your guide. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That does not mean it cannot change. I am okay with that. You have to be. Today, you guys get two episodes today. I have a I have a special guest. Um, some of you guys may know this. Terrified Johnny or Jonathan on Insta. But uh, he is one of my mutuals uh, from TikTok. And give a big welcome to Johnny. What's up, Johnny? Hello, hello, everyone. It's Terrible by Johnny over here. Spicy Johnny, Johnny, Jonathan, whatever you would like to call me. Hello, it's nice to be here. Yes. How is life? How's life going? Uh, life right now is going amazing, honestly. Um, I've been manifesting a lot, and they pretty much all came in. Um, moving to my dream place in a few months, so that's very exciting. Yes. So today, I, I really want to talk about um, your tarot journey, your spirituality journey. I have, like, a few questions, but you guys know that my episodes are raw. They're uncut, so you, you get what you get. You never know what you're going to get, but you get what you get. Um, we also want to talk about like uh, collective energy this year and also spirituality slash tarot reading on social media since um, that is where both of us are known mainly um, with our followers are on social media platforms. So um, tell me about what got you started reading tarot. So this actually happened um, after the pandemic started back in 2020. Um, I was going through a pretty rough place in my life and I ended up having to move out, moving in with my aunt and, you know, just kind of getting away from like the toxic energy of like where I used to live. I was like, okay, I need to find a new hobby. I need to do something here. And then I was like, I'm tired of playing video games. I wasn't doing color guard anymore. So I was like, spirituality, like that's what... You know, I've been seeing a lot on TikTok and a few people have, you know, inspired me to like really delve into that. I don't know if you know who Jenny Chang is, but back during the pandemic really started, like she was like popping off. So she's like one of the main people that really inspired me. And then from there, bought a tarot deck literally off eBay. And then I just kind of started studying from there. And here I am. Yes. So what what do you think when it comes to um tarot your spirituality um crystals what do you think um what do you think that you have gotten most from it i guess i would say when it comes to your own growth i was trying to like fucking get my words together (laughs) i was brain farting hard as fuck over here (laughs) no you're good um i guess when it comes i i would say like being self-aware of like a lot of the stuff that I have been through and a lot of the stuff that I should be focusing on because I feel like 
because I didn't have tarot in my life, I couldn't really pinpoint, like, why do I feel this way? How come they're, like, one day, like, I'm just feeling super energetic, and the next day I'm, like, hating life, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. So I feel like tarot and even astrology a little bit has given me, like, a very big understanding of, like, my life's purpose, what I should be doing, what path I should be heading towards. And I think tarot is, like, very helpful especially if you are lost like it's a very good tool for like advice and everything so I feel like you know all the advice I have that's been given to me through tarot has like helped me tremendously like I'm not even the same person back in 2020 like I feel like I'm constantly every day just shedding another layer to like achieve the best version of myself you know Yes. I have a question. This is something that like I I had to kind of break out of um, when it came to reading tarot because I've been reading tarot for about nine years and I've been openly reading tarot um, since about like mid pandemic. And um, sometimes now that I do have have mutuals that have literally been reading tarot for longer than I've been alive. Do you ever feel like um, a sense of inferior inferiority? Am I saying that right? Um, to people that have been reading longer or may have um, more practice, because I know, like I always say, I've only been reading for nine years because um, one of my mutuals has been reading for like forty something years. One of my mentors, excuse me. And sometimes, like I can, I do feel inferior, or I do, um, I do kind of adjust my understanding or perception of cards in situations based off of their knowledge or their experiences, um, but also still allowing my interpretations and my guides to guide me with the message. But is there any sense of like inferiority that you have when it comes to other readers or other people um, that are spiritually inclined? Um, I'm going to say no. And I say that because I feel like it really also depends on how gifted you are as like a healer. And, you know, some people can grab a tarot deck and they're like, whoa, I can like read this. Like I understand what's happening. Other people, of course, they take a bit longer. In my case, I feel like the path that I've been on in my journey of learning and, you know, kind of thriving on the craft and everything, I feel like I'm at a pretty good place where I feel like I've gathered quite a lot of knowledge compared to other people. But even with like people that have been doing it for decades, I feel like I can also still learn a lot from them. I feel like, you know, I've definitely had some conversations conversations with people that have been doing tarot for 5, 10, 15 plus years. And they've definitely shed some knowledge to me where I'm like, okay, I can like add this definition to like the three of pentacles in my repertoire now. Or, you know, I feel like they kind of just like shave off some of their, their knowledge onto me. So I kind of just build off of that. So I never really felt any sort of inferiority when it came to that, but that's kind of my take on that um yeah I like that I can understand that I feel like with me it again it's something that I'm working on and working through um the need to always be right like that that's something that I've been working on since 2021 2022 like it, it's a big piece of my um 
shadow sessions that I have or my healing sessions, even my light work sessions, it's like, why do I always feel like the need that I have to be right? So when I do get that expanded knowledge or like you said that like little saving to add on to our definitions, like why would that then like make me feel inferior? But that, that's why I asked the question because like I, I like getting other people's perspective. But for me, I'm just like, damn, like, mm, but like, I'm still right. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, I completely understand. But you. I'm right. <laughs> um, so another question that I have when it comes to your understanding of cards and your knowledge of cards um what is something that you often see that like fucking grinds your gears when it comes to tarot reading or spirituality um most of it it's not like a like a personal thing with me like me learning it's more so of like the people that use this practice for the wrong reasons. So there's people that, you know, kind of go out of their way to, you know, make fake accounts on Instagram to constantly like message our followers to be like, hey, I have a message for you. And they're scamming them out of their money. And then there's also like, you know, creators as well, um, culture appropriating where it's like, can you stick to your own lane? Like, why is that so hard? You know, honey. Like, I totally feel that. I, I think that's like, it's like a plague. I feel like the scam accounts, especially um, speaking on social media and with us both having a pretty large following, like um, scam accounts are inevitable, but I'm just like, bro, come on. Like, what the fuck? Somebody killed off my mom the other day because I have hella accounts just so I can make sure that like my, like, I have all my shit in my ducks in a row, but also like I have other accounts for other reasons. And somebody literally messaged me like, oh, like, yeah, I my name is this because of my late mother. And I was like, your mom, your mom died. They were like, yeah, yeah, she's dead. And I was like, I saw your mom yesterday. And she was like, what? And then I sent them a picture of me and my mom. And then they blocked me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, y'all even killing off my mom to scam money. <laughs> like, Wow. That's yeah insane. so um i would agree with you when people kind of um misuse and abuse our gifts for their financial gain um so, ooh, i have a question I, I got something for you how do you feel when people um when people approach you or speak to you saying that like you shouldn't be taking money for your gifts or you shouldn't um you should get a real job or whatever because it, it's we both are i call myself a professional tarot reader we read tarot full time like that is my job that is my business that is my brand um like how do you feel when people say that to you um it definitely feels like kind of degrading because like i don't know why like what what caused that mindset to kind of come through to be like oh, you just read cards, that's not a real job. Because at the end of the day, um, what we do is a skill. You know, we we study, we practice, we refine our skills so that our readings are accurate. We have to work on intuition, <clears throat> trusting ourselves, doing all the inner work. And I feel like <clears throat> the main thing about it is people that aren't really educated when it comes to tarot don't really know that, like, there's so much more that goes into just pulling out cards, you know? There's 
us having to actively use our intuition and that shit is draining you know and then on top of that it's also like I even seen astrologers have this issue too where people expect them to do things for free and it's also like you go to a nail salon like people study people have gone to school people need to learn that skill of doing your nails like are you gonna go in there and expect that service for free no but why is because I I don't know if it's like a norm in society maybe because you know how tarot sometimes is like considered a taboo it's the devil it's this blah, blah blah whatever I just feel like a lot of people are not educated enough and are not understanding and open-minded enough to understand that it's more than just shuffling a deck and pulling out cards and seeing what these pictures are, you know? Yes. Um, For me, I know um, before I would would just go at it or I would block not even go at it excuse me before I would just like block people or remove them from my energy but uh here recently like I've actually like taken the time to be like well to have that conversation to expand their knowledge and excuse me I give credit to Wicked Weird Wednesday shout out to her um because she did it first and I was like damn like she was able to change you know the Jesus loves you and she was like why are you saying like why are you saying that to me like you don't find that harassing and bullying like long story short there was a full conversation behind it and they were like damn like thank you for changing my perspective on that and I was like I need to be like my mutual in this sense so I have been leaving the conversation open like well why do you think that this isn't a job why do you think that this isn't draining? Why do you think that if I am not doing a skill or a craft, I should be paid for it um, financially? Like, yes, spiritually, I am inclined. And yes, um, you know, I, I'm good at my craft and I'm good at what I do. And I'm good at listening to my intuition and following my skill. And what makes you think that I um, shouldn't be compensated for it? So I've been, I've been, don't block people anymore like I have the conversation and a lot of people are like damn I didn't think of it like that just like you said like bitch you ain't gonna go into no fucking nail salon and be like do my nails exactly like like, fuck out and I've also kind of I I fortunately haven't had like you know those kinds of people like everyday commenting like oh uh why, why do you do this for money you know stuff like that but I definitely will keep that conversation open if someone genuinely wants to know like why do you feel like you should do this for money I am 100% on educating them just letting them know like listen I practice this I hone my skills for this and I'm just not gonna waste the skill on you know just it being free you know because tarot is like I said, it, it, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into it, more than just reading cards. Absolutely. And I tell people this all the time. Like, yes, you're working 40 hours a week to make your paycheck. But my 10 hours, 20 hours a week that I do is more draining than those 40 hours that you were physically working. Exactly. And a lot of people don't realize that. And especially, like, because I have a larger platform and because I have a larger following and I'm on various platforms, I was thinking of it like if I keep blocking these people and shutting these people out, 
I'm not, I'm just adding to this negative connotation of spiritualists, of spirituality, of tarot readings, because I'm just shutting them out. And they're going to be like, oh, that fucking bitch blocked me. Every tarot reader fucking blocks me for speaking my mind. They don't give a shit, right? So that's when I was like, okay, like, I need to be more willing and more open and more patient to have these conversations. And I give that, um, I give that gear turning aha moment again to my mutual wicked weird Wednesday uh, because she really opened my eyes to it. And I was like, yeah, like we, we have these platforms. Like why are we not educating the people um, that want to be or want to know or don't have understanding instead of me feeling some type of way and just blocking them or muting them like, you know, don't get it twisted now, bitch. You can still get blocked and you can still get muted. Like, come correct it, don't come at all. But again, when, when we're talking about the genuinity of the questions and like seeking the knowledge when it comes to spirituality and tarot, um, I am here for that conversation. No, yeah, 100%. I also kind of want to piggyback on this the whole like blocking people that like tell you, like, oh, why should you do this for money? So that to me is kind of like, you know, I feel like anywhere that we live, whatever time zone, whatever, wherever we're living, I feel like there's always going to be some level of ignorance with people. And sometimes it's really not their fault because there's also people that they probably surround themselves with that are also thinking the same about tarot, being like, oh, they shouldn't be doing that for money. And maybe they have like their own religious reasons for that as well. So I think it's like, if they were to get blocked, it's like, oh, uh, that tarot reader just kind of proved my point. Like, why, like, sh- she could have given a response. He, she, they could have given a response. So, yeah, I do think it's, like, really important to just, like, be open-minded to just really talk about, you know, why why we should be getting paid. Because it's really a topic that I feel like people should be educated on. So everyone just comes to a mutual understanding that we're not just here to flip cards and get coin you know exactly what is your big what is your biggest fucking pet peeve question that you get in private readings in live stream readings um because we both do stream live and we um are streamers like i didn't realize this but like that is also under my uh (laughs) my description like i am a streamer um what is one of your fucking questions that you're like bitch why the fuck are you asking this question (laughs) okay there's actually quite a few of those so like on my website for example like on every single reading i'm like no questions on legal matters health or pregnancy (sighs) there's i always have at least one or two people every single time i go live being like am i pregnant go take a test go take a pregnancy test go to the hospital go get an ultrasound do what you gotta do i'm not a doctor right and another thing is is he coming back (laughs) i feel like with a lot of tarot readers i feel like they are kind of tired of hearing that question but of course you know like everyone always has like a different situation like all of a sudden this person just stopped talking but sometimes it's like the person is toxic you know so i feel like it's, it's kind of concerning because people don't really put two and two together so it's like are we going to continue the same question? Like, why are you focused on old energy? Why don't you just want to invite someone new in? 
you know, although that question is kind of frustrating, but I can completely, completely understand why people do ask it because not every situation is the same, but I'm just so tired of hearing it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I would agree. The pregnancy question, the is the they coming back question, I don't even entertain it anymore. For one, to me, pregnancy is like a no-no. Like literally your vagina is the only thing that can bring another soul into this world. Um I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to tap into the energy of that, of your hoo-ha when I got to worry about my own for one. And for two, like, again, like, are you fucking, did you go to the doctor? Did you take the test? Not for anything. Like it can be very triggering to some people, certain questions. Also like, bitch, I don't know you. Why are you asking random people on the fucking internet if you're pregnant? Another question is like, oh, go ahead. And it's also like, the same people that always like kind of show up on your for you page because if you have people that follow you like they they follow you for a reason they know what you represent they have probably gotten readings from you or they've gotten readings off live for example or they see the kind of readings that you put or they've been on your website so they see like what you stand for so I honestly I do feel like it's people that we just happen to be on their for you page and they're like oh let me take advantage of this um and they're probably also the same people that are like why do you do do you do this for free you know mm-hmm. i think um one thing that i typically do and that's why i just stopped answering them because i found myself getting frustrated like i understand that it's their first time asking um i mean it's like my 100th time answering but it's their first time asking yeah and- be patient with that but however like again bitch i don't know if he's coming back like did he go to the store did like where did he go i don't know like where did he go where did they go um yeah i would a hundred percent um agree with you on that another thing that i typically say um to get the most out of your reading you need to ask open-ended questions like how when why where like ask open-ended questions so i can give you a better more in-depth answer like if you just book a reading or you're paying for a reading or donating for a reading to figure out like if you're on the right path here's the thing bitch you're always on the right path no matter what you're always on the right path yes you may have fucking had to reroute but like yes you're always on the right path like those are the kinds of questions that like I tell people to steer away from or I'll ask them to reword because it's like, what do you mean? Like, are you on the right path? Like you're always on the right path. Like you create your own path. Stupid. Okay. So my take on that. So I believe on my website for my general readings. I think I do have that question if people are on the right path because I can understand if people are like feeling lost you know, so they might they may not be feeling like, am I even like where I'm supposed to be right now? And I feel like because us, like as tarot readers, because we are enlightened, we kind of like, you know, have that idea like where everything is meant to happen for a reason. We're here in this in this situation, whether it be happy or us feeling sad or frustrated, whatever it is, or things are just not going our way, we're meant to be in that situation. So in yeah, I feel like if us being enlightened we know that we are on the right path but I feel like for people that you know don't really know too much about spirituality and tarot and stuff like that and are just not awakened 
as much I feel like the whole asking are we on the right path is just to kind of reassure them like am I supposed to be here right now am I doing things wrong um so I kind of use that as like a bit of a enlightening tool like listen you're meant to be going through this or look you're put into this situation because you're making the bad decision so at the end of the day this kind of is a lesson for you you know okay I can see that for me when I get people that um and I I can agree with that I I can see that and I can agree with that um for me it's like yes you're always on the right path yes you always make the right decisions because again like everything is meant to happen for a reason but um for me it's like well why do you like why do you feel like you're not on the right path like what what's making you feel like you're not like and then I guess it it, then it's like okay yes we're gonna still pull these cards but like what is it um mentally or what is triggering you or what traumas are coming up that you feel like you're not on the right path like what makes you intuitively feel that you are wrong or you made the wrong decision. So I think for me, like, I agree, I agree with you, but also like, I like, I like being like, okay, but like, what, why, (laughs) where did that come from? And another thing about that, I feel like it can also be, of course, this isn't, this isn't going to apply to every single situation, but I feel like some people tend to be kind of oblivious of, the kind of actions that they do take. So I feel like when they do ask that questions and they end up getting a tarot reading, it kind of enlightens them. Like, look, like you've been on the same cycle or like the same situation for like the past nine, 12 months. And it's because you're doing X, Y, Z. You know, you need to fix this. Um, not, Not like fix, but like adjust to like your toxic traits, I guess you could say. So that you're not falling into the same circle that you keep ending yourself up in. So I feel like this can also help kind of break certain cycles that people are just like not seeing the bigger picture sometimes. And it's kind of like the point that they're supposed to be making, the lesson that they're supposed to be learning, sometimes I feel like just kind of goes over their head and they're just constantly missing. And I feel like they kind of need that other person's perspective us tarot readers to be like look the reason why you keep on going through this is because you keep on failing at this specific lesson that the universe is teaching you so until you figure this out you're going to be falling down the same rabbit hole you know yeah yeah i i, I agree uh, that that changed my perspective on that question a little bit I, i'm not gonna lie to you, you period you know, i'm not gonna lie i'm <laughs> And I, I'm I'm a sponge when it comes to knowledge. So, thank you for that. Um, thank you for that uh, explanation and your understanding of that question. I appreciate it. Um, what's your favorite tarot card? Um, I guess it would be the Death card. I love the Death card and the Tower. <laughs> oh, I love the Tower card. I, that's my faves. Honestly, though, I feel like I resonate so much with the death card just because it is like a symbol of, you know, transformation. It's like, 
a caterpillar going to a cocoon to a butterfly and I feel like that's just kind of how life has been for me since I started my journey so like just with that card like it resonates so much with me and on top of that with the tower as well you know it's like shit hitting the fan it's like lightning striking you know it's drastic change happening knocking out those old habits coming in with new things here so I feel like those two cards have just really like set the tone for how my life has been you know whether that tower moment is good or bad I've learned so much from that and it's just like those those two cards right there is just everything to me yes what's your favorite tarot deck well no let me ask this how many decks do you have and then what's your favorite one oh damn i wish i would have counted <laughs> before we started the podcast um but i will tell you um mixing tarot and oracle i think i'm gonna say i probably have around 40 40 decks and the thing with me, I love artwork. So I pretty much just buy the deck. If I see like the artwork and I'm super drawn to it, I will buy it. Um, my favorite deck, I think I would have to say Journey of the Sacred Bee. I think that's probably one of my favorite decks. I don't even think I've heard of that one. And you got y'all know that I got decks. Like Journey of the Sacred Bee. Yeah. I'm writing it down. I've never, um, I've never heard of that. Why is it your favorite? Um, I just feel like the artwork on it is like so different from other decks. I don't know. I feel like there's this abstract nature to it. It does have like some shapes and ge- 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 geometric kind of shapes into it. And I don't know, like, I don't know if it's just me just being super drawn to it because I also have a B tattoo, but this was after I got this deck. <laughs> um, and also feel like, it's the imagery. Um, this deck also does have some zodiac correspondence. So, like for example, like the Nine of Wands has like Sagittarius Moon, like all the way at the corner. So I feel like it kind of does help with like, you know, especially if you do know a little bit about astrology, like you can a- apply the traits of a Sagittarius and you know whatever planet is in there. Like for example, the Moon having to do with emotions, and I feel like it just kind of brings this like other taste to meaning if that makes sense yeah absolutely um i have to look at that like um i'm excited i'm actually on my tablet right now about to look at it um when it comes oh i get this a lot so um when it comes to your different decks in each deck are the energies the same and if they are different how do you decipher the energies Okay, so the decks are definitely different. Honestly, I feel like every one of my decks has a bit of a personality with them. Um, and some of them definitely do differ. So you, I know that you have this deck, um, the Lightseers. So I sometimes am not drawn to use that deck ever. But whenever I do spirit guide readings, which to me... Uh, on my website spirit guide readings are you know revealing your spirit guides who they are how you can connect with them all that good stuff i feel like the light seers the imagery and just the energy overall of that deck is very specific for me to channel spirit guides and 
as well as the journey of the sacred bee although that has to be like an acquired taste for me where i have to be like specifically drawn to this one like it's a very rare occasion but those are really the only two decks right and then there's um the the wild unknown tarot um i've always been drawn to animals and everything this deck was actually gifted to me by mystic tarot um now what i really love about this deck is that if you need a very straight up no beating around the bush kind of reading like that deck will tell you like honestly i feel like i resonate probably the most with this deck just because i'm a very straight up and very honest person and just like you know being brutal and everything and this deck just kind of does that for me um but yeah those are just some that you know kind of give off that energy yeah i'm looking at this sacred the sacred what is the name of this hell? Journey of the, the sacred Journey of the Sacred Bees. This deck is fucking gorgeous, isn't it? I love it so much. Even like the the outside, the gilded outside, and the back. Oh my god, I love it. It's everything. like this deck is gorgeous. One of my uh, other friends, she is um, one of my mutuals on TikTok. Her name is Liv, um, the Tower Witch. She actually had that deck like you know on display and like you know some of her, some of her videos and i was like i need to find this deck so i was just scrolling <laughs> through her tiktok videos trying to see the comment section if anyone was asking and the first video i saw i was like oh there it is there's the deck and i immediately went to go buy it, it gorgeous work. i'm also a sucker for artwork and um yeah i have 72 decks um, again, I have been, I've been doing it for nine years. So I, everybody's like, damn girl, you got hell decks. I'm like, no, bitch. Um, no, but, for real. <laughs> I think, um, definitely energetically like decks hold different energies. Um, and I think even the same decks for different people can hold different energies as well. Um, my my OG first deck, like her energy is crazy. And um, she does not read for everybody. But um, her energy is crazy. And like, if you if she's drawn to you, and you get that message, like a legitimate, like, it, it's crazy. Like she makes people cry. She makes people have realizations. She's predicted pregnancies. Um houses fires thefts like a whole bunch of crazy shit like but she does not come out so when she comes out she's like oh bitch i got something for you it's um, like the god of all those seven years yes you have <laughs> yes my favorite guidebook and deck would be the archetypes guidebook from the wild unknown trilogy um i do not interpret these cards i and i say this all the time i read it straight from the guy cranes is that bitch like she understood every fucking assignment that was given to her and um reading through that guidebook towards the beginning she was like you know it comes out when it comes out and it, in that moment i was like i need to stop reading i'm not about to go through because normally i go through the guidebook and i read each one understand why they chose the artwork yada yada but this one i was like no like it'll come out when it comes out so there's still cards in this deck i've had it for about a year and a half two years there's still cards in this deck that i have not seen uh, i just got one card i think it was yesterday or the day before and it was the first time that i'd seen that card ever in the deck um, Whoa, that's crazy 
Yeah, and I know that there's I know that there's more as well. I know that I still probably haven't. Oh, excuse me, my crystal. I still haven't seen every card in the deck. So that's one of my favorite when it comes to guidebook artwork and how it's written. Um, visually, my absolute favorite um visually is probably the elemental power tarot for a long time i had this deck and the artwork was so gorgeous and so beautiful that i didn't even use the deck like because i was like i need to preserve this because it's so gorgeous and i would get stuck and lost in the artwork of the major arcana and one day it was like bitch you better fucking use me (laughs) fucking use me so other people can see how gorgeous excuse me how gorgeous i am and um it, oh it was... i just sorry i just looked this up on my laptop right now this actually looks really pretty and it's so crazy because like i've always wanted to create a tarot deck and it's actually pretty similar to this kinds of thing because something about me i love nature if i wasn't doing tarot i'd probably be like a veterinarian dealing with all kinds of animals and everything and just looking at like some of these cards so it's very nature based i i'm living for this i actually might buy this honestly i love that deck it's gorgeous the back is gorgeous too the back is like an octopus and um the elements are present it's a fucking great deck fucking great deck great artwork um it's crazy you say that too um while i was like in the process of like trying to make the decks that that project is put on standby for now um but the magician was actually a depiction of an octopus just because everything that an octopus represents to me is like the magician i feel like they're just so smart they're like so versatile with everything from changing their skin their texture their color their intelligence them knowing how to fucking solve puzzles like that's a thing that's what they do and i think it's so insane so i think they're honestly like the perfect depiction of what the magician is you know oh i did not know that like octopus is out here solving puzzles and shit yeah like they literally put them like in like a like a gallon like a glass gallon full of water and everything and they have like a mason jar that has like a crab and the octopus like learn to like unscrew the cap you know dig in their tentacle to get the the crab or like a key or whatever it is like like youtube it like it's it's insane like they're so smart damn um I want to kind of circle back, if you don't mind. I want to circle back um, to energies. How are you feeling about the collective energy this year? Ooh, the collective energy this year. Like, I feel like 2022 is going to be, like, the year for, like, almost everyone. Like, just me personally, um, even just looking at, like, astrology with, like, you know, dealing with your rising sign and everything like the energies that like i've already been put into action like back in like maybe november like early december of last year 2021 it's like already reflecting into this year already you know and just like the predictions that like astrologers have had and even with me like doing collective readings for people like the energy is like oh you want that small business go fucking get it because you can i feel like everyone this year i don't know if it's because jupiter currently is in pisces going into aries i don't know what the hell is happening but i feel like everyone's energy this year is like the magician 
I feel like everyone will be able to like fully manifest and bring in the kinds of things that they want. And I feel like this also has to do with how crazy 2021 has been. I feel like personally, not personally, but with like people's personal lives is what I meant. I feel like they have undergo like so many lessons and so many life-changing experiences that have changed them into, you know, the person that they are now that I feel like that kind of catapulted them to what they want to bring in into their life. So just all of that energy is, it's just been super crazy. It's been super potent too. And I just feel like things are really going to start falling into place for people. Absolutely agree. The Magician was actually one of my cards of the year. Um, I had the Magician, the High Priestess, and the Eight of Wands. Um and I fucking agree with you. The collective energy to me is like very go get it. Like, bitch, if you hungry, like, go get a go plate. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. And I just had a Snapchat memory yesterday because in 2020, that was my theme. Like, after losing my job, after going through all of the struggle, I was like, I'm on my shit. And I was like, I remember, I was like, bitch. If you ain't trying to eat, give me your fucking plate. And I saw that the other day and I was like, bro, same fucking energy, same energy this year. And um, it, it's I've been getting a lot of like Snapchat memories and memories of the past. And it's like, damn, like, bitch, my manifestations like, bitch, they're here. Yes. Like, yes, like yes, I didn't yes, even yes, realize yes. that's what I was manifesting two three years ago or even a few months ago like I didn't realize like that I was manifesting it and even still like in some senses without me even knowing like I needed that time to get in alignment with my manifestations if I would have gotten my manifestations when I was asking for them when I was seeking them out during that time like they would not be like they would not be sustainable manifestations like I would get them yes but then what 100% I 100% understand where you're coming from because I've also had that same experience I've always told myself well you know I want to be my own boss and I don't know if it's like always an Aries thing where I like to be very independent but that's that's always been like my dream like I don't want to work under anyone and I don't know it's because like me working I used to work at an auto zone um, that's near my house gaining like nine an hour and it was the management it was just the vibe the customers and everything I was like I cannot do this anymore so I feel like I manifested myself into the position of learning what tarot is and then look at me now like I'm doing this as a full-time job I've been doing this since like September of 2020 and I'm still going very successful and then I always told myself I was like oh I'm gonna my dream place to move is California and where the fuck am I moving this year California California like I literally manifested like all this stuff to happen I just think it's so crazy like it's it's here like it's I can feel it it's tangible I remember when I first saw you on social media. This is, was even before I started posting, like, my own tarot content. Oh, um, I was really? posting, posting some, but, like, it, 
there wasn't any traction like and I tell people this they're like yo like where the fuck did you come from and I'm like yo I've been here like I was posting 10 12 videos a day and like they were getting like five six, seven eight likes and I was like you know what whoever finds me is meant to find me I changed my mindset because I wasn't doing it for the right reason at first I was like you know I have this gift uh let me start trying to read for the collective but I, I wasn't doing it I had to get an alignment and I remember when you followed me back I fucking fangirled so hard I was like holy shit tarot by Johnny followed me back and like it was st- like it was when I still had like like 20 or 30,000 followers and I was like holy shit like I've made it I made it. And then some other larger um, accounts, a larger tarot reader accounts followed me. And I was like, I am fucking making it out here. <laughs> it's so crazy you say that because I I also did feel the same way. Um, do you know who Jenny Chang is? Yes. She ended up following me and like, I was like bawling my eyes out because I was like, this woman is the person that like, kickstarted me like youtubing like what is tarot how do you learn this buying my first deck like a lot of the stuff that like i've learned is from her like literally just scrolling through her videos like okay what card is that she's using the mystic mondays oh that's the eight of wands what is she saying about it and then like i would reapply that and just kind of retain the information so literally just kind of scrolling through some of her videos i was like just learning and like I feel like she's had, like, such a big impact on me. And, like, I even still use a lot of the definitions that, like, she has said because they just resonate so fucking much. But, like, it's her. Um, Cynthia X Tarot was another person that followed me. Tarot yeah. Run This City. Like, a lot of these people are always, like, holy shit. Like, y'all have, like, hundreds of thousands of followers. Like, I remember going to, like, the tarot reading hashtag and just seeing, like, Cynthia, like, all the way at the top. And I'm like, she follows me. We're mutuals. If I wanted to text her right now, I could. Like, it's just, like, that experience is just so, like, mind-blowing. And it's also, like, so reassuring, too, where it's, like, holy shit, like, I haven't been giving myself enough credit. Like, this big-ass person just noticed me. Yeah. I also think um, in in the vicious circle of social media – like, I think I've done pretty good at remaining humble. Like, I try to get to everybody's DMs. And when people, like, freak out, they're like, oh, my God, you answered me. And I'm like, chill. Like, I am a person. <laughs> like, I pay bills. Like, like nobody to me, it's like, how would I feel if somebody that I looked up to out to me or followed me or answered my message like I would go berserk and I had to step back like with over 540,000 followers on TikTok alone like there's one person that reply or my DM or my follow will literally mean the entire world to them and I had to like step back because before I was like eh like I don't got time to answer these DMs, but I'm like, no, like, girl, calm down. Like, chill the fuck out. Like, you're just some random bitch on the internet. 
No, yeah, I definitely have had those situations too. Um, a lot of people have like, you know, messaged me on Instagram. Like I do like tarot card pulls of the day, which I still have to do. <laughs> um, and people are like, oh my God, thank you so much. This resonated with me. And like, sometimes it's like a simple, like I like double tap, like their comment and like it leaves a heart and they're like, oh my God, I didn't, I didn't think you were going to reply. Like it literally like just sim- the simplest things like that are like super crazy. And it's true. I feel like a lot of us, I feel like I've also been pretty humbled about it too, where I'm like, did I really reach all these people's hearts? Did I really? And then like, I really just had to step back and realize there's, there's millions and millions of people that have seen my face with cards, giving out a message. And if we're really putting it into perspective, like even if it's just a million, like a hundred percent, a handful of people are going to be like, holy shit, like they're going to look at us like celebrities. You know what I mean? When I don't even, I don't even, I don't really like putting labels into myself or anything. I don't like to think of myself like an influencer or like a, a celebrity or anything. Cause I honestly, I don't feel like one. I just feel like, you know, I'm just doing my, doing a work, you know, like this is not, not like work, but like, I'm, you know, living my dream, but like, I'm also, you know what I mean? I don't even know how to, I don't know how to word it you're healing like you are doing the work that you were put here to do like we are healing no that and also like i just feel like we forget the kind of impact that we've that we have on people and i feel like because we have been so humble that we're like damn like you change your life that's wild (laughs) you know because like i've even had like certain readers that are like have already hundreds of thousands of followers on tiktok and they're like oh like if it literally if it wasn't because of you like i wouldn't even be here like i started tarot because of you like i've there's i know at least two people that have a lot of followers on tiktok and their inspiration was me and now they're doing it as a full-time job one of my one of the personal friends of mine her name is michaela arc of the tarot she like she has like her own place she bought herself a car you know like she has like a nice apartment with her kids and everything and a lot of it was due to doing personal readings on tiktok and she's told me like oh like if it wasn't for you like i wouldn't even be here like i started tarot and like i started posting videos because of you she has her own website it's like we forget that like we change people's lives yeah even you saying it like is putting it even further into perspective like yeah we do like it's i just think it's so crazy because like i've always seen myself like just a regular person you know what i mean and then there's like people that like genuinely look up to me and i'm like why me but like i i can understand it but like i just think that concept is like so bizarre not in a bad way or anything it's just like this is this this is what i am able to bring to you you know what i mean uh, it's in the grand scheme of things it's like damn like damn have you been recognized in public i've been recognized in public three times and it was the scariest shit of my life um i have not actually it, it was the scariest <laughs> fucking shit of my life like one time was at heb like bitch i was just trying to get my fruits and vegetables and if you're listening like this if this person is listening like girl you ran up on me too quick and it scared me um i was trying to get my vegetables she ran up on me this is still when like covid was peaking like and i'm like okay bitch like back up six feet and she was like it 
I, it scared me. It scared me. The second time was in the airport. These people ran up on me, were like taking pictures. And then these old people were like, who are you? Are you famous or something? And I'm like, no, like, I don't know. And I was like, I have a large following on social media. And they were like, oh, okay. Then the third time I was in a metaphysical shop in Lawrence, Kansas, in my hometown of Lawrence, Kansas. And they were like, oh my God, it's a witch bitch is witch. And I was like, <laughs> that and, is so like, crazy. It was all time it was terrifying because I'm just like, please don't look at me. <laughs> Do not look at me. Oh my god, I love that. I haven't been um recognized and there's always like two metaphysical shops that i do go into my area um but none of them recognize me like none of them see me and also i do feel like it's because they are a bit of like in the older kind of people so i don't think they're going to be spending their time on tiktok but i haven't um and i also feel like it's because people don't really live in my area either so i feel like maybe that's why but okay. yeah i live in houston so oh okay but i live in I miami but I'm leaving anyway, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> For me, like, it was, like, I, I'm not unfamiliar with, like, people walking up to me and, like, asking questions because, like, when me, and a lot of people have seen it, and a lot of people literally will not believe us until they go out with us, but, like, me and my friends, when we go out, like, anywhere, we always get stopped and people ask us if, if we're famous, but it's just because we all have, like, fashion backgrounds, so, like, we're all fashionistas. So like we're I'm I'm used to people coming up to me, but like I'm not used to people coming up to me with sheer excitement and in awe and like pushing all of this exciting and this hyperactive energy on me. So that's when I'm like, all right, like okay. Cause like, again, like I'm used to it. Like people would always come up to me like when the world was open or me and my friends and they'd be like, are y'all famous or something? Mm -hmm. like, oh, bitch, we just know how to dress. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like we were the original. What is it? Like Mr. Put it on, Mrs. Put it on. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but it, it was scary. Um, when it comes to social media, um, I have a few more questions and then, um, I'll open it up if you have any questions for me. When it comes to um, social media, because we're talking about tarot on social media, like that's the name of this episode, right? Okay. Um, when it comes to the suppression of your content or how does, like, give me your, talk to me about it. Talk to me about it. It's very frustrating for an enormous amount of reasons but I feel like the main thing about the shadow banning that makes it like horrible for us because of course you know we do this through social media but mostly through TikTok you know that's how we usually get orders at least for me that's mostly where I get my orders from but it's like you know we have to constantly keep actively posting and going live and I just feel like we have to keep on working like 10 times harder than we already are and like even what you said in the beginning of you know this podcast of how draining tarot can be and sometimes like after doing like maybe five personal readings like I'm already so drained I'm like oh my god I still have to post like I haven't gotten any orders today like I still have to make ends meet so that just kind of like 
burdens me a bit more where it's like now I have to actively keep on posting you know hoping like one video will like make it into the algorithm and I'll get like maybe three or four orders from there and like call it a day or sometimes like I would have to go live and do some live readings to like you know make money from there if I'm not getting any orders so like it's super frustrating and not only that it's like it, it's just so much more work so much more unnecessary work like if TikTok would just simply not be a bit content it would make our lives so much easier like I, I don't I also don't know like the reason like I don't know like is there like a technical reason as to like you know this person can't can get too many views like is it a money issue like what is going on like just super frustrating and in with me though it's like I already I had to make a second account because the shadow banning got so bad my first account the original OG account I ended up getting 207,000 followers and I had to pretty much abandon that account because my like my content was going nowhere my lives were going nowhere out of those 200,000 people there'd be like maybe a hundred people liking my video there'd be like 14 people on live it's like I might as well just make a new account and I did and now I have 21k but even then like the shadow banning still started again I posted a video yesterday barely scraping a thousand views out of the 21,000 people that are there honestly when it Uh comes to shadow banning i am just like you know what tiktok you can suck my dick and my booty hole um like i used to get so mad and i still get a little bit frustrated but then i'm like all right like if i operate in the energy of scarcity because like i feel like this is how we pay our bills so like if we're not getting readings or we're not getting people in our lives like it, it it matters like it does fucking matter i got banned for life for a week and that you know it did make me realign or have to like re um purpose my money and be more careful with it like because like it it matters like those live streams like we are streamers like that is how we make our money so it it is very frustrating when we get shadow banned or our content gets suppressed. Like the other day, like I posted a video and I have 530, almost 40,000 followers in three hours. It only got played 70 times and like 10 likes. So you're telling me out of 540,000 people, only 70 people that followed me saw it. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, and that's why I say, oh, it's 11-11. That's why I say, like, that fucking coin is a burden and a blessing to me. Like, it keeps me in the algorithm enough, but it also, it's fucking, it can be annoying as hell because that's all people want. But, like, I use it so I can stay in the algorithm and so my people can see me. I literally, people have not gotten notified that I've gone live for over one year. I wrote it on my calendar when people first started telling me they weren't getting notified. And then it was almost like a year and a day where somebody was like, bitch, I just got notified that you were live. No, yeah. And I'm pretty sure like the same thing has also happened to me too, because um, I actually went 
I think it was yesterday I went live. There was like a good maybe five people that were like, oh my God, I just saw you on my For You page. We're like, oh my God, I have not seen your videos in months. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me? And a lot of it, I feel like does have to do with like, you know, because I decided to make another account and start building up again, I feel like it could be, you know, the people that were suppressed on my old account found my new account. And, you know, also people from my new account also not getting notified, finally seeing my content again. I just think it's so crazy. And, like, I, I it doesn't, like, logically, like, I don't understand why TikTok does it. Because, like, we're not causing issues. We're not causing problems. And another thing about that, too, I feel like, this does have to do with race sometimes because I find it to be that people of color tend to be the ones that are constantly getting shut out. Yeah. Which is really sad. It really, really is sad. Um, And I don't want to mention these people by name. Um, that can be for another episode for another day, but there are content creators that are in tarot that are in spirituality and either they use sex to sell or to gain followers, or it's the same fucking message over and over again. And it's like, what is this? Why is this person allowed to break through the algorithm with the same message over and over and oh, excuse me, my crystals over and over and over again? when there's actually people here like you and I and like some of our other mutuals that are having these genuine messages, these guided message, these um, intuitive messages to give, but we're not being allowed. Again, we are not being allowed. We are being suppressed because of the color of our skin. Like, honey, like you said the same shit last week. Like, yes, we understand that this person is coming back, but like, bitch, how the fuck do you know? You said that last week. And it's so insane too, because it's like, it's the accounts that have like over 800,000 followers to over a million. Like we, we talked about this before. Like there are certain accounts where like you go, you see their thumbnail and it's like, is this person coming back? Is this person your soulmate? What would this person want to say? Think of someone. Let's see what they think of you. This is a major love reading. Your changes are manifesting in your favor. It's always some sort of positive reading. And I just feel like these kinds of people are just leeching off of like the vulnerability of others. Because if we're being honest, a lot of people always ask about love. Like what's in store in my love life? You know, it's a very common thing with tarot. And I feel like people use that to like, you know, just gather in a lot of people and I just feel like they're using their practice for the wrong reasons. And also I feel like the shadow banning has gotten, you know, worse and like pretty bad sometimes. And I feel like it's because of the scam accounts. And they use the scam accounts usually use, you know, the same profile picture and everything. And then when our followers go to report it, they see our you know, profile and it's like, oh, we're going to suppress you too because you're scammy people because the people with the same profile picture as you, they're they're getting, you know, reported. So that means that you also have to be part of the problem. So mm-hmm. I just feel like just people that are using this practice for the wrong reasons are what's really fucking everything over for us. And I actually had this conversation with Mystic Tarot too of how, you know, you know, there's there's people constantly scamming people out of their money. There's the scam accounts. There's the people that constantly give the same message, the same fucking same love messages that are so annoying. And she even told me, like, 
oh, you remember when this happened, when you called out this person and this other person made this, this video that was like, oh, can we stop calling out uh, other creators for like making fake readings? Like, can we just all love each other? I'm like, no. No, if I see something wrong happening, I'm going to call that shit out. Like, if you're making a video and it's not even about you, then you're the fucking problem. Um, what are some red flags when it comes to tarot readings online? Like, I, I have a few of them. For one, pregnancy. If somebody's like, let me give you a pregnancy reading. Um, another one is um, when people are like, I can give you the exact time this in a tarot reading. I'm like, red flag. Um um, also, I would, when people, um, there's no explanation of a card. That that to me is also a red flag. Wait, uh, what do you mean? No like explanation of a card. Like, oh, they like will hold up like the five of wands, and they'll be like, "Yep, you see the five of wands," and then that's it. And you're like, "Well, what does that mean? Like, how do you how are you interpreting that?" And they're like, "Yeah, no, mm-mm. you're gonna win the lottery." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like. If that was like, the case, I wouldn't be doing tarot readings. I would be reading the lottery numbers. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, so what are some red flags for you? So some of the red flags I would say is if, so like if people are educated in tarot and they more or less know some of the cards, if the message sounds a little bit too good to be true, it's probably fake. But also, I feel like people just kind of need to educate themselves a little bit because there's genuinely, like, some messages that are like, holy shit, like, this just happened. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like, okay, um, I would say if the message that the reader is posting is more or less the same, just with different wordings, like I said earlier, like, is this person coming back? What's in store in your love life? The person you're thinking about, they want to say this, and it's always, like, some sort of reconciliation kind of thing. If it's always the same message, they're probably using your vulnerability for clout. Um, Another thing is, this also just really depends from reader to reader, so I always tell people, like, if you see someone that is not shuffling on camera, go through their page, go through their videos, go to like either their website or their Etsy and look at the reviews. Because just with with that bit of information, you know if people are like being genuine or being fake. Because I do personally know some readers that don't shuffle on camera for like timing purposes and they're real, you know. But there's also some people that like don't shuffle on camera that would be like the lovers, the two of cups, the sun, the ten of cups, the lovers. It's like, no. Like, I feel like people also just kind of need to use their common sense a little bit. Um, Another thing, I feel like when people say comment and like to claim, I think that's complete bullshit. You don't have to like anything to claim. You don't have to comment anything to claim. I, I get it if you want to do things for the algorithm, but it's also like don't guilt people into taking action into something they maybe don't want to be a part of, you know? I also think um, red flag is um, twin flame. <laughs> Yes, I, I like the term twin flame. I don't even mention it to anyone. I don't believe in that. I don't mention it to anyone, um, and that's because nine times out of ten, people are stalemates and they don't even fucking realize it. Like if you constantly see twin flame, twin flame, twin flame, and that video has like a million, like 
two million likes like no no bitch that's not that's not real that's not accurate no no like I just know like the exact person I don't know if you're talking about someone specific but like I I'm like replaying the video in my head because I know exactly what you're talking about that and also with soulmates too it's like no like fuck your soulmate like what can you do to grow what what Uh. because i posted a video yesterday i was like please i'm hoping this goes viral and the question that i asked was what toxic traits do you need to release in order to bring in abundance it had like maybe 200 likes and i was like clear i want to be clear at least from my perspective and i feel like you can also agree with this like we're not doing this for the likes we're not doing this for the views yes this is how we pay our bills but like at the same time it's not how math works so it's not about the views it's not about the likes but when we know that it when we know we know like it's not about that but it does matter i don't even know if it yeah it does matter because it's the suppression no yeah because i feel like whenever people feel like look at us and we're talking about numbers they're like oh you just want views but like it goes deeper than that it's the fact that we've been shadow banned it's the fact that we constantly keep getting suppressed and it's the fact that we're working towards getting out of being filtered by TikTok and then it's also affecting our finances so in reality like yes like we do care but it's also in the the realm of care is like I have two, 21,000 people how come only 200 people saw this or like like this like yeah. why aren't the numbers like it's not the math is not mathing the math is not <laughs> mathing. like that's not how math works it's not adding up and um it's just and I, I also tell people, like, if you see somebody that has hella, hella followers and their videos aren't doing good, like, they really have a message that's being suppressed. And maybe that is the message that you want. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, when my messages were hitting and people were like, yes, 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 like, this is exactly what I needed. Like, as soon as, like, that, like, group of videos, like, went viral and everybody was like, fuck yeah, like, this really helped me and changed my life. TikTok was like, nah, bitch, you ain't changing no more lives. You ain't waking up no more people. Suppress. Exactly. And that's the thing, too. It's like the reason why I do post videos like that, like the one yesterday, it's like, okay, like we're we're in the new year. We're what what was yesterday? The fourth? The fourth, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. So, you know, yesterday was the fourth. Like, what can we what toxic traits can we release right now in the beginning of the year so that we can prosper? And bring in that abundance for later so that we can indulge in that for later. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, a lot of people could have related to that video. But because TikTok was like, no, you're a terror reader. We're not doing this. We're suppressing you. It's like, okay, like, that's awesome that, like, at least a handful of people was able to see that message. But this could literally help so many others. And that's mostly the reason why I do post videos. Because, like, one, yes, I do need to gain the traction. I do need to get the algorithm back. But two, like... I sometimes like sit behind my phone. I'm like, shit, what kind of question should I ask today? And that was me yesterday. I was like, I haven't done a question like this. So like, I'm hoping this goes viral. And then I get disappointed. It's like, bro, like this message could like really help so many people. And then TikTok just doesn't give a fuck. And another thing about that with the whole views and suppression thing, I feel like it's not only us. I feel like 
you know, there definitely are, like, some YouTubers that, like, have had issues with their views being down. And, of course, you know, they also do that for money. You know, they have to get views. They have to get comments and likes and subscribers in order to meet, like, you know, ends meet or gain money and everything. So I feel like whenever people see us, like, complaining about the views or, like, oh, but be grateful. At least you have one person that saw it. It's like you're missing the point, you know? literally missing the point so like I I just wanted to be clear on that because like sometimes like like you just said it like people are like girl like calm down like you have over half a million followers like bitch shut up and I'm like yeah I get it but 70 people of those half over half million people were only able to see and consume my content because I'm being suppressed and you want to know something too? I feel like people on TikTok are so dense that I'm like, yo, like, how do you even live your life? Like, how do you live your life without having like the most basic kind of common sense? Like, if someone were to just really analyze it and be like, okay, why, why is, why is Kristen mad right now? Why is which bitch is which mad right now? Let's see. She had seventy views right now, and she has five hundred thousand followers. Like, like just looking at that number, like, wouldn't it piss you off? Like, if you were put into my position, how would you feel? Because I guarantee you that these people would also feel the same way. It's just people do not use their brain. Mm-mm. They don't. They really don't. And um, I had to break it down to um, one of my friends because they were like, yo, like, I don't get it. So then I broke it down into money. I was like, imagine that you had $500,000 and you told somebody to invest $500,000 for you. But then when you get your receipt, Come to find out they only invested $70,000 in you. Or, I mean, $7,000 in you. Where's the rest of the money? Where's the rest of the money? <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, and I'm like, exactly. Like, it hits different when we talk about it in different things. But because it's views and likes, um, it's seen as vanity. But I'm like, no, like, where's your where's your $7,000? Like, where's the rest of it? I'm sorry, what were you saying? No, I was saying like when you break it down to money, like, and I'm like, yeah, you have half a million dollars and they only invested $7 and you told them that you wanted a half a million invested. Like you, you'd be mad, right? Exactly. So, so what I did want to say about that. Um, so I remember on my, the OG account, once the shadow banning started getting to the point where like I would post a video and like after 30 minutes it would have zero views I would have to post it at least five times for it to finally be pushed to like just my followers and I remember like posting videos being like oh like how you guys like I'm probably gonna leave TikTok go follow me on Instagram YouTube yada yada all that stuff obviously I ended up coming back and people were like oh but why don't you you know like put it on your bio and just be like oh go follow me on Instagram I'm like because people are not seeing my videos and every single video that I post is being suppressed so I cannot get the message out. So that is why I'm constantly posting, constantly spreading that message that I'm leaving TikTok, that I'm doing this, I'm doing that, go follow me on other platforms. And people are like wanting to like invalidate my anger, which I think is really frustrating because I don't know what this whole stigma is with like, oh, if you're spiritual, you can't be mad. Have you heard that before? I I don't know because like bitch we can like I saw this video and he was like yo I'm a spiritual gangster like yes I'm spiritual I'm whole I'm one but I will also fuck you up (laughs) 100% like I I am still a person like I still make mistakes I still have feelings and you can still get cussed the fuck out exactly and also I feel like you know with people not understanding that spiritual people 
are allowed to get upset i feel like because there's this whole like you know love and light like spirituality is not all love and light like spirituality is fucking scary it can be depressing sometimes you know doing your shadow work and all that stuff like if you're fully educated on it like you will understand that like not everything is love and light and if i were to suppress my own emotions that's already trauma that i need to unpack why am i gonna bottle up my anger to suit your definition and perspective of what spirituality should be i am entitled to my anger if i decide to feel angry at this moment i am going to be fucking angry i am not going to hold that shit in why because later then i'm gonna have to probably unpack that trauma unpack all that anger in in my own space no i'm gonna i'm gonna let this shit out right now you know and i feel like people are constantly being like oh but if you're spiritual like being angry is not like divine like girl shut up (laughs) shut up I also feel like, no offense, but all offense, like, when a bitch is, like, love and light, like, that's a red flag. I'm like, you scare me. Like, I'm fucking scared. <laughs> if you fuck up to me and you're like, love and light, I'm like, you sound scared. Like, I'm fucking scared because I, I was just talking to one of my um, clients about this. Like, toxic positivity is a thing, and I feel like everybody has this misconception of spirituality. And it, it's uh, it's kind of like um, a blanket or a bubble of toxic positivity. And people don't even really know what spirituality um, actually means, like what the definition of spirituality is. And I'm like, if you knew and you understood that, like, you wouldn't be all love and fucking light. That's why I'm like, I'm scared. Like the definition of actual spirituality is concerned with the human spirit, with your human spirit or your soul, as opposed to material or physical things. So it's literally like putting yourself first. Like you are the main concern, your spirit, your soul. That is the definition of spirituality. Exactly, because that's literally what we do. We focus on ourselves like there's shadow work for a reason, you know? Like, so spiritually, like, I am in alignment with my spirituality if I have to cuss you the fuck out because I am being one with myself and being honest and putting myself first with my expressions of emotions. (sighs) People just like, and that's my interpretation. I'm sorry, what was that? I said, that's just that. That's my understanding and interpretation. Of no, yeah, 100%. Catholic. Yeah. Um, so to wrap up, we're sitting at like an hour and 15 minutes almost, which I love for us. Um, do you have any questions for me? Um, how has your experience with being on social media and dealing with terror readers, like have you had any drama? happen having it literally haven't because i'm i'm big on that like that shit ain't got nothing to do with me um like i don't uh, i i don't get involved like or even when others like ask me to say something about something i'm like okay like i'll say something but like i'm not going to mention by name because not for anything like 
the only person that decides what is just is the person that's balancing the scale. And I don't know what you're trying to balance on your scale. So I can't always be there and help you fight for what is quote unquote just with your practice of spirituality. Cause again, with spirituality, you're putting yourself first. So like when it comes to like social media beef, like I have not experienced any and I'm just like, um, I don't know what's going on. Like, even when it comes to, like, calling people out on, like, being fake or anything like that? Um, I legit, like, I'm just, like, this is my thing with people being fake. Like, I don't feel the need to call them out. Like, if I see somebody else call them out and I agree with it, I'm gonna, I'll comment, I'll say something or whatever, but I'll never go to that creator and necessarily call them out because, and this is also why I, like, chilled out with, like, going and, like putting so much energy into the spam accounts whether this person is fake whether they're spamming like unfortunately like bitch you got got at the end of the day unfortunately however who am i to negate the lesson that you are meant to learn from this situation or of this situation um maybe you needed to hear that message right then to help you learn a lesson or to help you get to where it is that you're trying to go. Yes. You may have to take a detour. Yes. Was the message fucked up and they told you the completely wrong thing based off the definition of the cards potentially, but that message could also be meant for them, whether they were correctly reading or correctly interpreting the cards or not. So for me, it's like, well, Yes, the tower card, like, yes, the tower card does not mean that we're having a celebration. Everything is great and hunky dory and life is amazing. Like, yes, we know that the tower card doesn't mean that. But this person giving that person the other the wrong message and the wrong interpretation of that card, maybe that's what that person needed to hear, even though we know that that shit's wrong. Yeah, yeah it's wrong but that that could be something that they needed to hear to help them get to the next step or to kind of redirect them on their journey or learn that lesson i love how in this podcast we're really learning from each other's perspective because i didn't i never really thought about that about it that way so period thank you for that that was very enlightening you dumb bitch the three of swords doesn't mean you're gonna find love and like i used to get so mad but i'm like how do I know that that person didn't need to hear that? <laughs> like, who yeah, like, that person that they didn't need that message, even though it was wrong as fuck based off the interpretation of the card, but like maybe that's what the fuck they needed to hear right then. True, true. I never even, I never even thought of that. I just kind of thought like that's not the right definition. Why are you feeding off people's vulnerability? Stop lying. But that perspective, I also do, I, I, I understand that as well. Yeah. It's just very frustrating. You know, it's like, why? Like, like, why is it so hard to just give a genuine message? You know, like, why is it so hard to read the guidebook? <laughs> <laughs> no, that too. <laughs> like, uh... and I tell people that too, like nine years ago when I first started reading tarot, bitch, what book did we read? Everybody's like, what book do you recommend for beginners? And and I'm like, bitch, the guidebook. That's how I, I literally learned from the fucking guidebook of my decks because that's all I had. That's all that we had 10 years ago. Like tarot was not acceptable nine, 10 years ago. Like it was still very, 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 very much taboo and very um, frowned upon. So like, I'd be like, bitch, read the fucking guidebook. Like, it's not that hard. 
No, yeah, 100%. Um, I can, and, I can oh, only imagine how that is, like, back nine years ago. Because, like, we don't have TikTok. Like, we don't have, like, these kinds of platforms that, like, give us, like, that, okay, it's, you know, you can post here, you can make videos. Like, how how was that experience for you? Um, It was low-key scary. It's like, oh, my God, what if somebody finds out that, like, I'm into this witchy shit, I'm into tarot, like, I like these rocks and these stones, and, like, I like mixing shit together and making, like, things work out for me. Like, what's gonna happen if somebody finds out? Like, I legit would practice. I would wait till everybody in my house went to sleep, and I used to keep my deck, like, in a box in the back of my closet underneath like other boxes and I kept a journal in there as well I still have that journal too um and I would wait till everybody like went to sleep or wait till nobody was home and I would practice my cards and um even before like when my mom found out she was like oh like you can practice them in your room and then it was like okay yeah I, I guess you can do it in the living room but don't bring it over here okay well you know, pull a card for me. Oh, bitch, give me a reading. So, like, <laughs> like so it kind of just started building up from there. Yeah, but um, nine years ago, it was very, very different. Um, like, and like, I didn't openly start practicing and reading for my collective until the pandemic. Um, like mid pandemic, like even toward the beginning of the pandemic, um, even before that, like I would upload like one or two videos, but like I wouldn't show my face on like YouTube and I'd try to change my voice and talk different so people didn't know it was me. <laughs> Starts talking in like a Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> like so people didn't know it was me. Um, but even still then, like, I was very closed off. And high key, both of my grandmas were witches, like, who, if my family's listening to this, and I say this all the time, like, I, I don't give a damn what y'all say. Like, y'all know grandma was fucking in there kitchen witching her ass off. But <laughs> to each his own, to each his own. Um, so it, it was very different nine years ago. And I'm very grateful that I have this platform. And I tell everybody, my shit happened overnight. I remember um, when I finally hit a thousand followers, I was like, oh shit, bitch, like I can go live, went live, got traction. I was sitting at like three or 4,000 followers um, for a little bit. And then my first video, no, like 2,000 followers. Then my first video went viral and uh, I went up. And I tell this story all the time. I legit was going to give up because I had been posting 10, 12 videos a day, posting, uploading. I had 200 hours of content on YouTube with zero views on it. And I was about to give up like zero view. No, maybe four views. I'm lying if I said zero, but like it, it wasn't over 10, 200. And I didn't have over 10 views on it. And I was about to give up. But I was like, no, like, this is the part that we talk about when we're manifesting and we're growing. We think the moment when we need to keep pushing. And my finger was over the X. No, fuck it. Like, what's the worst that could happen? All these with no views on it. Just the video. What video going to do? Whatever. And I was like, I'll just stop tomorrow. I'll stop tomorrow. Then I woke up with like 24,000 notifications on my phone. Oh, like, oh my God. 
nothing happened overnight. Wrong. And I went and looked like nine. 9,099 or 9,900 followers. Um, I had over a half a million likes on my video, my play. And I was like, oh my God, bitch. Viral. Um, my set, like my calendar. Like, and was it this was, on TikTok or on YouTube? This was on TikTok. Okay. I was booked up for like two or three weeks. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck and like i literally threw up every like when i get really anxious like i throw up, <laughs> <laughs> oh my I throw God. up. and that's why i always say like just do it but I- i'm grateful that i have this platform and i didn't give up so i can continue to like spread knowledge and spread healings and what my interests are because i tell people this all of the time and i've been starting to say it um when on my streams and in my videos, like make sure you guys check out my website because like these tarot cards, this coin, this podcast, like this is not all that I have to offer. Like there's a, like I'm multifaceted, like bitch, I'm a Jack of all traits. Like let's talk about the moon. Let's talk about conspiracy. Um, So it's very different. And I'm glad that I'm able now, nine years later, um, to uh, be open and be truly honest with what I like and how I was able to create an entire business from a hobby of something that I'm truly passionate about. Whoa. Here we in. in. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. Our lives are crazy. Yeah. I definitely had a bit of that experience too, where, you know, you, you know, you posted that video, you went viral overnight when I I was like in the middle of contemplating, like, is it even worth making a new account? Like that's kind of like just erasing like eight months of work and like 200, you know, thousand people that I'm probably never going to get back. So then I kind of went like, damn, like, should I even make one? Should I not make one? And I did make one obviously now. And I'm like just very happy that I did that because now I feel like, you know, I've I've created things that are a lot more stable than at least like the first account because I was just doing shit through Etsy. Like it, it was it was a little messy, but um yeah, I just feel like it wasn't as drastic as yours because your story I was like half a million? Holy shit, <laughs> you know? Um, but I definitely you know, I've had those points where, like, damn, like, I want to give up here. I was even contemplating, like, damn, like, I got to find a job now because I I just didn't know what to do anymore. Like, readings were not coming in. And I ended up stopped doing readings for about a month just because, you know, stuff was going on with Etsy where, like, the, the my store was, like, being shut down, like, three times and then TikTok. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a month off. I'm going to finish these personal readings and then I'm just going to relax and see what kind of happens from there. And then I ended up coming back with, like, my whole website with, like, Square Up and everything and having this new account. And, yeah, I just feel like I'm thriving again. So, it's just, it's very beautiful. And I'm very thankful that I didn't give up when I initially thought about it. Yeah. I also think, um, especially on social media and it being our main source of income, I've noticed that when I get banned or when I have these tower moments or when um, 
I have to I have to think outside of the box is when I flourish the fuck like when I glow up because I got banned from TikTok like I started a whole ass Patreon I started working on my merch I started a fucking whole ass podcast that now has like over 200 subscribers and it all came from me getting banned on TikTok for harassing and bullying because I said Janet was sucking dick behind a trash can and you don't want to be like Janet. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Janet got offended. Um, and reported. It was some random person because there was actually a Janet on there and she's a follower of mine and I know her and I know that like she's with the shits, right? And um, she was like, don't forget, my name's Janet. And I was like, oh, like, girl, I know you bought you. And then it was banned. And I appealed it. And they're like, no, bitch, you were harassing and bullying. And I was like, okay, fuck y'all. But um, it pushed me, it pushed me to continue to grow and expand. And that's my year. That's my word of 2022 is expansion. Like, yes, we can grow, but um, we can grow up, right? still not have sturdy foundation we can still um have weak branches weak limbs our leaves we're gonna find a balance yeah we have to find a balance it's like um excuse me but when we talk about expansion like we are creating foundation we're creating more foundation we're not just growing up we're growing out no yeah 100 percent. and that's that's my word of 2022 um, do you have any other questions for me? Um, I think you kind of just already answered like stuff that I already didn't even think about. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. And then you shared the story with like, you know, how you went viral and everything. And that was going to be another thing I was going to ask you. Um, but you answered that as well. <laughs> so you pretty much answered everything <laughs> that I had in mind. Yes. Well, I want to personally thank you for coming on and, talking to me allowing my listeners to listen to you um about tarot on social media and how we have this um this understanding with the universe to spread knowledge and healing um would you like to do some shameless plugging please please do wait i'm not I'm not too big on slang. What does that mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Shameless plugging. Tell me uh, where they can, where my followers and listeners can follow you, where they can, um, what, what's your website? Like, tell me oh. how to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why that term just kind of flew over my head. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, you guys can follow me on TikTok at Tarot by Johnny. On Instagram, you can follow me at Spicy Jonathan. I do have my account private due to scammers, but I will accept your request. Um, and if you want to book a reading with me, you can do so on my website. It's also tarotbyjohnny.com. And I will link uh, Johnny's website in the show notes below so you guys can check him out. Um, again, thank you for coming on. Thank you guys for listening. As you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you and never bros know. Will be bros. <laughs> bros will be bros. And bros will be bros. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch or bro is which? And no, I do not sell owls. So stop asking.